Royal Crackers is an Adult Swim animated comedy created by Jason Ruiz. On this podcast, we like to discuss the most recent installments of a different show every episode. The pilot we're talking about here is called Crumbling Empire. And what's your favorite type of cracker? Uh, I would say saltines, probably. Saltines? There's also wheat thins. No, I'm never been a big fan. I do like Cheez-Its. Graham so, yeah. crackers? I haven't had those in a while. Animal crackers? Animal crackers. When I Yeah, all these things when I was younger. Yeah, I but you're sticking them with saltines. I, yeah, I'm sticking with saltines. How about goldfish? Goldfish are pretty good, too. I might have to actually change it to that. You're switching you know, to goldfish. I'm switching to goldfish. Okay, yeah. how about the age-old question, do pretzels count as crackers? That's an age-old question. I never heard of it Think before. about it. They're salty. They've got the crisp to them. They're, I would say, yeah. It's like hot dog. Are the, it's a hot dog a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, I would say that the pretzels are crackers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, what do you think is the most popular cracker of all time? Because I actually know this. You you know the answer? Yeah. Um, oh, man. I, I have no it's idea. It's a brand that's been around since 1921. 1921. And it's one of the ones I've just said. Oh, okay. Wheat Thins, maybe? Nope. It's Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its are by far, apparently, the big monopoly of crackers out there. So I guess the big majority of people... It's like the Coke of crackers. I don't... I meant Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. Not the other type of Coke. All right. So let's start off with a little game. I've got some show facts here, and I want you to tell me which one isn't true. Okay. So you know how this goes. First one is the show creator, Jason Ruiz, co-created King of the Hill. The second one is Royal Crackers and Smiling Friends were picked up by Adult Swim on the same day in May of 2021. (laughs) The third one is the second season has already been announced and they're already starting to produce it um, prior to the release of the first season. And uh, the fourth point is the city the series is set. Bakersfield is not only the oil capital of California, but also the home of the largest producer of carrots in the world. Uh, I would have to say, I, I think it, one of these is false. One saying? of these is false. I would go with the fact that this show has been, well, I guess it's not a fact, but that it's been renewed. Oh, no, it definitely has been renewed. Oh, and they're already renewed. in the production uh, stages uh, of no. it. They're already <laughs> recording some stuff. I, yeah, so the first one, what was the first one that you said? first again? one's called, or <laughs> the first one is the show creator, Jason Ruiz, co-created king of the hill i absolutely believe that because i watched this episode on youtube and mm-hmm. i did i did go down to the comments uh and people were saying this is a lot like the old school adult swim because of the and, 2d animation yeah because of a lot of that and it also is animated a lot like smiling friends kind of like cheaply but i think it's supposed to kind of look like that and so that's why yeah i do believe probably he worked on king of the hill and then the smiling friend smiling friends one i also without think without true. prolonging it though i will tell you that he did not he he it's it's not that he didn't work on King of the Hill. Um, he didn't co-create it. That was that was. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but more importantly, he did he he did base the type of animation that he grew up in like off of types uh, shows like King of the Hill. I'm so not, that's why it's familiar. I'm not surprised. I, he did come out with a show in 2013 called Murder Police. Have you heard of that? Starred Will Sasso, Wilmer Valderrama. Jane Lynch and Horatio Sanz. Was this an animated show? It was an animated yeah, show. Yeah, sounds like it. Was it also on Adult Swim? It, it was also on Adult <laughs> Swim, but it's really... Oh, actually, I don't know if it was on Adult Swim. Um, But it's funny because the cast is so, like, just one person from everywhere. You yeah, know? I mean... I'll Will get... Sasso and Wil- Wilmer Valderrama, I wouldn't think of those two working together. I'll get this out of the way now. I think the last animated show we did was Dig Man. And then I was trying to think about the last Adult Swim Dig animated Man, show that Paula we did. Man, and, uh, and also Agent Elvis, so those were the last three that we did. Yes, but the last Adult Swim anime show, smiling? I think, was Smiling Friends back in January of 2022. Anyways, I just need to say this show was awful. I, I, this show is really bad. 
bad. I oh, mean, wow. like, I, like this was. You know who's in the, it though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Andrew Santino, and he's I got think, his own podcast. I think he's yeah, I think he's funny. I like his podcast. He must be pretty busy as well because I did see like a promo for Dave season three coming out pretty soon. Plays the but, agent on that. Yeah. I mean, just when it comes to this show, it was so painfully unfunny. And okay, I mean, well, what do you think this show is saying? I don't think like, it has any type of any type of moral message to it. Not, like, what is anything. it making fun of, if anything? I mean, maybe, like, kind of the succession thing, because that's sure. what the show... Like, apparently it's about two brothers, and they're trying to see who can take over this Royal Crackers company. Again, their dad made this cracker, and it apparently became really big. Yeah, it became an empire. And it's one of those things where it's like the, the brothers keep on competing for it. But, I mean, like, except for that, that's the only connection I can make it yeah, to. Yeah, it's an offbeat uh, spoof of HBO's acclaimed series, Succession. Now, the show I was expecting to hear it connected to was, like, Righteous Gemstones. Because that's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you could you could, you could do that. Or Outrageous Fortune. I was going to connect this or, or say that it was very similar to Velma. Very unfavorably. Oh, no. I mean, like, the jokes, the problem with them is, aside from the fact that they're not funny, is that they go on. They continually, like, they are too long. Like, for example, one of the jokes I liked probably most in the pilot was when the father, he's kind of a comatose dad, and it's full of shock humor, so this really wasn't too out of a field, but he falls down the stairs, Yes. and they continually show the same clips of him falling down the stairs, like he keeps hitting the wall on the stairs, and I found it funny how they did that, and I was like, okay, that was actually a funny joke, but then they couldn't even give me that. The wheelchair comes down, hits him, and then they do that joke over again, and I was like, you just, you just ruined it. It's so much of the characters just like talking and, and their one-liners aren't even funny and then i thought Getting back to that chair thing though that just reminds me of john wick john wick four <laughs> and the stairs yeah i, I mean, mean it like... just seems like it's borrowing from that but aside from that also the show is borrowing from from the simpsons it does the thing it does the meme where one of the characters backs into the bush oh, okay. and i was like you're doing that so late that the simpsons even made fun of their own meme before you before you did well it's not like they had a previous opportunity to do so even but what, what what exactly like plot wise do you hate about the show there's just there's just no plot to it none of the characters seem to have any type of moral center and i'm all for immature humor but this is only what that show has we're introduced to theo steve deb darby the dad who i said is like a, basically completely comatose in the episode and Matt at the very beginning of the episode mm -hmm. they're eating at this table and the first two minutes is just this joke about uh, Deb was talking to Matt about how he's listening to a lot of like raunchy music and then Theo who apparently was in this like band called Taint when he was younger and then that ended up going nowhere uh, he just oh it goes somewhere but yeah go ahead. yeah well he just tries to talk he tries to guess what Matt was listening to all these different bands, Metal from, like, bands? from the 90s yeah like Limp Bizkit and all these other things and then at the very and Matt is just like, oh no, I was listening to Post Malone, and then Theo is like, uh, oh well, I, I, you know, I, I've listened to some of their stuff. They're not really that good, obviously. <laughs> he hasn't actually, yeah, listened yeah. to them. And I it love just, Led Zeppelin. And it's just, it basically, basically, and then like that's the intro to the show, and I already I was like, oh no, like how do you know how this show got made? How it got greenlit? Like anything well, again, like it that? was it was greenlit at the same time as Smiling Friends. It just took a longer time to produce, and Jason Ruiz, like with uh, Murder Police, he goes with a very uh, interesting animation thing. They, they make it all together with uh, Adobe Animate. Um, it reminded me a little bit of Primal because they really got into how they do that. They first make it with Adobe Animate and then they send it over to Malaysia. 
I just remember with Gendy Tartakovsky, he talked about the same thing, that they would send it to like a bunch of different places uh, internationally and then bring it back. So I was hoping that you would like at least like some part of that or that. I mean, one of my very, very few pros, it's a very short list, is the fact that the animation, like I said, it's supposed to look cheaply animated and it did remind me of Smiling Friends in that way. So it, that is one of my pros. To learn that they go to Malaysia, I mean, that's that's pretty crazy in and of itself. That's more interesting than this entire show. Is. They send it to malaysia no, yeah. nobody ever goes anywhere like they shot or they recorded voices over the pandemic and the nice thing is there's like no call times no overnight shoots all that stuff is taken care of because it's animation um but yeah do you want to play another game at least yeah Make sure. it fun. all right so this one is called do you know where the word crackers came from <laughs> okay are the, these okay all uh, cracker there's related, three yeah. different yeah well i mean it's called royal crackers <laughs> all right so there's three options here you've got sam crackerjack stevens who named the crunchy biscuit after himself one july evening in 1862 number two is that they were coined cracker when josiah bent accidentally burnt a batch of biscuits in okay this is a tongue twister in 1801 and it made a cracking sound in the oven and number three is that it comes from the french word croqueur i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right which means lunch snack (laughs) one of those is true um which is it i will go with the last one croqueur Okay, that is not true. I don't I don't think that's a French word even. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it was number two. It's that they made the sound in the oven, and people were like, that sounds like a cracker. You know, now that you say that, I think I kind of remember hearing something about that. Now, when you type in where does the word cracker come in the internet, mm-hmm. y- you don't get that. <laughs> just, just FYI. Okay, so is this because you say you don't like the show, but like it's a family-oriented comedy, right? I mean, family-oriented in a sense where it revolves around a family. It's not like family friendly though or anything like that a lot of the characters well, I mean, have like, these traits that yeah. just don't really come off as likable and i just didn't find that funny at all for example darby he is i think just like kind of a friend of the dad's he's not part of the family but he is one of the main characters his big thing is that he always likes to eat at this place called burger boy but that he always gets diarrhea like afterwards <laughs> and that apparently plays a big part in the episode like after he eats burger boys when he's on his way to go to get uh, their dad's will because their dad ends up in the hospital after he falls down the stairs he like jumps through glass into the building and is like trying to get to the bathroom then he gets to the bathroom and this is what i mean by ongoing jokes he like runs out tries to find something to read he's like i've read all of these he breaks through glass again and like in the car gets the last will and basically testament goes into the bathroom and then like wipes his ass with it like, sometimes there's like a joke that needs to break your sense of humor and then like from then on out everything is funny yeah and it just says it sounds like it didn't have that first joke that really just like broke through to you yeah i mean like practically none of the jokes did for example deb her one trait it seems like is that she really wants to have a bidet and apparently mm. because theo has been called the head of the company yeah he's that's happened that happens at the very beginning of the episode now what makes her want a bidet is it just the south park argument where it's like toilet paper is a big company conglomerate that's pitched us on the idea of wiping our asses and this is the way to actually do it a clean way or? uh uh, I mean, like, yeah, kind of. I think that she's just really interested in having one because in the room that Theo is staying in, because he is the company, like, I guess, head of management, he yeah. gets a bidet. Okay. And, like, and she's really interested in, in trying to get Steve, who she's married to, to basically unseat Theo so that they can stay in that room. I mean, I, like, this... I have no problem with the idea of bidets. It's just the idea of using someone else's that scares me. <laughs> 
I, I, I mean, think about it. It's like if everybody had their own personal one, sure. But it's like just the idea that it, it just seems a little gross have to you me. Ever, have you ever used a bidet before? In like other countries? I will take the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard I've heard very strange things. Like apparently once you use one, it's it's supposed to be very different. Cathartic. You're not wanting to go back. Yeah. yeah. Very, very I mean, I know that like, what is it? Again, with the South Park, I just know the Japanese toilets and stuff that they always talk about. Um, yeah. Coming back to basically the main uh, theme of the show or what happens in the episode is Theo, as head of management, he decides to do this thing called the Royal Royal Cracker Challenge. He's basically supposed to eat a box and uh, within 10 seconds. Like Matt Stoney. Yeah. Yeah. They actually set up the camera and everything like that. But it's much like the uh, Ice Bucket Challenge where you're supposed to nominate three people. Mm -hmm. He nominates Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Joe (laughs) Rogan, and Ninja. I found this actually kind of funny because I know andrew santino knows joe rogan he's been on his show before that, that's so weird. i was like i was like okay that that's somewhat funny but then apparently there's like this news report where because of this uh, the, because of this challenge they're like there's a choking epidemic like oh, okay. people are dying on stream like streamers and are they and, allowed to drink while they're eating it? no oh that's, that's uh, stupid that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah dwayne okay. the rock johnson yeah. dies joe rogan dies and <laughs> okay. ninja dies yeah i mean like this might sound funny but like honestly in the show by this point i was already you tuned already out. out i was just like oh my god and then like again to add more shock value onto it the news reporter is reporting this and she's so choked up uh, choked up over ninja's death she pulls out a gun and it cuts wow and i was just like yeah what like what is this show really trying to now, do if right you now? compare it to other adult swim shows though that you have seen like the one with the meatball and yeah I, I would say aqua teen hunger force that's what i mean why when people were uh, comparing this to the old school adult swim yes. i was like yes no that that is 100 true this does fit in with the aqua teen hunger force How about crowd uh, Venture Bros doesn't really rely, I think, as much on shock value humor. This is this feels like one of those shows where, although I could see where jokes were happening, it really wasn't about the jokes as much as just trying to kind of like shock people. The first time I heard about the show, I thought that the whole premise was that it was a family of crackers who were like royals. See, that's that's something that I actually would have enjoyed I watching. I thought the animated crackers <laughs> and that they had like this dynasty and they were just like trying to fight for yeah. So. I was a little disappointed when I saw they were just human beings. I think it's just the fact that the show also it just relies on so many on-running jokes, even from the first episode. It's supposed to also go on to HBO Max, which I think is following the, in the footsteps of a lot of other Adult Swim TV shows, like Smiling Friends. Rick I know that's available on there as well. And it's, it's funny because isn't HBO Max the same place? HBO is the same uh, channel that is like canceling all these different TV shows, right? Yeah, but they still have like um, what are they called contracts? Yeah, but they're agencies. But they seem to be bringing all these Cartoon Network shows sure. onto there. You had the option of watching more episodes. Are you just saying that the first pilot was so so clearly bad that you just didn't so want to watch it anymore? So awfully bad, okay. yeah. I but mean, with Koala like, Man, I remember I didn't like that pilot necessarily that much. But as the season went on, it got better. Well, how? what are the reviews for this show? Do you have they're, any? They're really having it. It's so new at this point it's where so it's new. basically a lot of people publicizing what they did to make the show, but not as much about like what it is. Just personally, it felt like a ton of middle schoolers wrote this thing. And then they were like, you know, it would be funny if he was the main uh, main singer or, or part of a band named Taint. or. Was 
there someone anything, constantly has diarrhea. Was there anything wholesome about the family dynamic? They try to, at the very end of the episode, have Steve, Deb, and uh, and Theo kind of come together and, like, really try to help the company. And the dad, who apparently, like, dies kind of in the episode, also is brought back to life. So, yeah, they try to have these simple moments, but it's not like any of this actually works. One of the other twists in the show is that Darby, he was talking to the dad, and apparently the dad, in his will, had put to let all the assets go and give all the money to Matt, who is Steve's uh, son. I mean, mm-hmm. something like that is actually kind of interesting. I wish that they went more with that angle of the TV show. But when it comes down to this show, it was just unfunny, really lazy, and it's not really the voice acting's fault. I put this entirely on just the writing and well, how Jason Ruiz, who created this show, is also the voice actor. I, I saw that. Yeah, so, isn't he like Steve or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he's Steve. Yeah. And uh, you keep say, you, you're saying it's Steve, right? With a B? Steve, it's, it's yeah, not yeah, Steve. Steve. No, okay. yeah, Steve. Yeah, and so he was talking about how for they've been pitching this since like 2019. I think uh, Succession season two wow. was just about to come about. And he's talked about in the past how there's been a while in his career where he was trying to pitch shows that he thought would get made, but like he didn't have the energy behind. And uh. then this is the first time in a while where he like really, really had a good idea and he wanted to present it. There has been like a contrast between two types of people in the comments, less about the critical reviews, but the comments have shown that there's been like a, a, an audience that accepts it, calls it the old adult swim shows and really enjoys those. And those who are just like, yeah, this is, I don't like how mean they are. <laughs> I mean, like it's <laughs> to a, one another. It doesn't come down to like, I think the characters being mean, like I can deal with that. It's always Sunny has been doing that for 15 seasons where those characters are just like completely terrible to each other. It just comes down to this show was not funny. It decided decided to stick with one brand of humor and then continually thought that if they did those on-running jokes throughout the episode and made them long that it was going to turn funny and it just did not and that's the reason why I will definitely not be watching the rest of the season and I have to go as low as giving this show a three out of ten a three out of ten yeah and I I saw also yeah if you wait for succession have you been enjoying that season so far I mean there's only been one episode I've seen but yeah I I I like succession a lot if you want to make fun of it go ahead but do it do it right what I I mean is like we just wait until next month and we'll do that finale as opposed to watching this show um Gilbert Gottfried is in one episode but it's just okay so that's a lot like smiling friends where he's in uh the one episode of that as well I didn't even the I finale. About that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also want to say that Andrew Santino. I I thought I didn't recognize his voice. It's kind of a mix between Will Arnett and Jason Manzukis. So even before the credits started, I wanted to see who was voicing them because it sounded so familiar. And I, it was a surprise to see that he was in the show. I'll say when I was like, oh, that's supposed to be him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. Well, if we've got nothing else to talk about, then thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.